Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. We are two awkward girls. I'm Amaka. And I'm Hallie. Yay, you did it. (laughs) We did it. You know what? We should start saying our last names because one time a a colleague of mine, she shared with me that women don't introduce themselves with their first and last names, but men typically do. Well, you know, my last, you know, my last name is Orgy, right? Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, and wait, but so just like Yvonne. I know, I know, but yeah, you know that that's my last name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine's is mine's about as bland as it gets. Okay, mine's Manchester, which is like you know the equivalent of a saltine. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I guess so. I, hey, I'm a Maka orgy. Here, here I am. Eh, whatever. I'm, Anyways, I'm, 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 yeah, but I will say thought. that. Yeah, I will say that I, my brother jokes around that he's Yvonne Orgy's um, brother. <laughs> That's amazing. What, what, I think you should tell people that you're cousins. Yeah. People would totally believe it. Whenever they have like National Siblings Day, he put, he posts a picture of Yvonne Orgy. <laughs> oh my God. There's probably people who believe it. Yeah. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. But it's Listen, been a gag for like... Don't underestimate the stupidity of yeah. humankind. That's funny, but I think it's been a gag for like two, three years now. He just like posted on National Sibling Day. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, he's interesting. It'd be amazing if she one day somehow got in on the joke and posted him. <laughs> but just like didn't tell anybody about it. Just yeah. all of a sudden. That would be awesome, yeah. But <clears throat> maybe one day I'll meet her and then we could, I can tell her about this <laughs> gag and hopefully she won't get offended. No, you can you can facilitate you can facilitate the next gag. Yeah, I need to find another like person with our last name. It's it's hard because not many orgies going around. <laughs> oh my god, I can't with you. That was actually really good. I liked that. I know it was I spicy. Tried. It was I... spicy, and you know you don't usually go for spicy. So no, I'm pretty I appreciated like... it. I'm pretty tame. I try to be PG most of the time. No, but I did some writing recently, and I have to say, my writing was a little spicy too. So I, I don't usually, uh, I don't usually go blue or talk about anything like that um, in my stand-up. But I am, I'm treading, I'm treading in these new waters, and we'll see what happens. Oh no, I'm scared. That's not. <laughs> listen, we can't go zero to sixty. Yeah. So. It'll just, it's, it's, it'll be very tame, but you know, I think, I think there are some singers in there. Okay. Own it. Own it. Okay. So let's talk about my life. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to go, let's talk about sex, baby. Cause it was just in the moment. It was an opportunity. It hit. But anyways, let's talk about what we came here to talk about more importantly. That's what, yeah. yeah, Anyway, that's good. to continue on and hopefully this no one will notice my awkwardness um yeah yeah so this week has been a good stress it's been a good but stressful week um last week I actually went to LA uh to look for apartments because this move is happening whether you like it or not (laughs) it's happening fairly shortly 
Um, so I went to look for apartments, which was also funny because I had to work still. So I woke up at like 5 a.m. to see patients. And oh then my I, gosh. It was like, I was in the hotel, like seeing patients at like 5 o'clock. It was like really quiet. And I'm just like, hey, like, how are you doing with your life? It's so, so weird. Um, hope my it's schedule- three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I start work at eight o'clock on the East Coast, but yep. it, it will change when I move. I'm going to change my, my hours a little bit. So I'm not waking up too early. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I went to look for apartments. Um, I had two dilemmas. My first dilemma was the budget, which that makes sense. That's what people are concerned about. My issue was, did I, I think I mentioned this before. Do I look for an apartment based on the income that I have now as, as a nurse practitioner Mm-hmm. Or do I look for apartment based on the income I will have when I am successful as a writer, which will be less money? So basically, do I have faith in myself to, to succeed? <laughs> well, I That's think the, also, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's a risk. Sorry. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah. So that, that was my first dilemma. Um, and then the second, I decided to initially to look for an apartment based on the income that I, w- that I would get. <clears throat> Um, which basically meant, you know, fairly decent apartment, but there was no washer and dryer in unit. And I know, I know. Amaka's a spoiled brat. I'm very spoiled. So full disclaimer, since college, I've never not had an in unit washer and dryer. It, <gasps> I know. Gasp. <laughs> I know. I've always had one. Um, so like, so when I went to look for an apartment, I looked for one. I looked at one apartment that did that had the like a laundry facility, like communal laundry. In the yeah, like a yeah, yeah. laundry floor or something. Laundry exactly, room. exactly. So I went to one apartment and I was just like, no, nope, nope, and nope. I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. I'm gonna. I can't do it. So I decided. Was the quality of the building also less desirable? Yeah, in my opinion. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm saying like, like if laundry wasn't an issue, like, could you live there? I don't think so. The location wasn't that great as well. Yeah. Was it like Skid Row or was it like? No, 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 no. no. It, it was somewhere decent. I, I'm, the place I'm looking at, the place I was looking at is North Hollywood. So there, there's always homeless people everywhere, unfortunately, in LA. Yeah. yeah. But the area that I was, was okay. It was okay. Okay. But and the, that was like a thing too. I wanted to ask you about is is can you talk a little bit about what led you to settle on you know North Hollywood as a neighborhood? Did you look in multiple neighborhoods? Because I feel like from what I've heard from people is that every neighborhood in Los Angeles, because Los Angeles is a is a pretty big area, yeah. but every neighborhood like I've heard just has its own really different unique and distinct kind of vibe and I think like location where you live is the most important thing tragically none of my friends really live in my same borough but I love where I live so much that like it's fine I don't mind Mm -hmm. so how did you come to like decide what what neighborhood to settle in I honestly don't remember. I know that I mean North Hollywood is very close to Burbank, which were all which is where all the studio well most of the studios are. So mm-hmm. it was also kind of like a I have to have faith in myself that I'm gonna succeed, so I wanna be close yeah. to the studios. Um North Hollywood is a little more like city like. They have 
it's obviously they say like LA is you have to have a car, but you can walk around. There's one big um, street called Lankershim. Don't quote me on the pronunciation, but um, it's it's walkable. They have like a lot of restaurants. They have like an Amazon Fresh. They it's very close to supermarkets, so like you can walk. You can make it around without without having a car for at least in the beginning so i'm not pressured to find a car initially so that's right. why that's one of the reasons why i chose it the the walkability it's i'm single so i'm not really looking for like a, a suburb yet and like i'm not settling down anytime soon even if my parents want me to it's not happening <laughs> sorry mom and dad we got <laughs> shit to do well, well um yeah and i looked at I also looked at um, when I went to LA last year, I, I visited a couple of friends in different neighborhoods and I just didn't really feel like it was for me. Um, like West Hollywood is great to like go visit, but to live there, I think it's a little bit too like hippity hip for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like, it's very close to, it's like too many whippersnappers. Yeah. I just didn't feel like it was for me. Um, I thought, I thought about Koreatown as well, but it was, it was kind of, close to downtown and that's always a little sketch sketch yeah with skid row so um i saw i visited my friend in culver city and that was fine that that was an option but for me this access to studios was one of the deciding factors and i have a good friend who lives in burbank so i was like well i'll be close (laughs) yeah 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 i'll be close um so yeah that's 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 why i chose north hollywood See, I feel like if I was gonna move out there, I would have to put I would have to put proximity to like water would be at the top of my list because proximity that is the one the thing that I don't really have in New York. It's like, yeah, I can go down to the fucking East River, but that shit is so dirty. Like, mm. it's just not cute. It's brown. Like, yeah. it's not the same. Well, Culver City is like if you took the transit, it's like a couple stops, maybe like one or two stops to Santa Monica. Ooh, that's so that was you know I'm not really yeah because I don't think I would want to live like in a beach town. No, no, you, but you want access to it, so that was a good location. But I'm not really a beach person, mm. so I don't mind like traveling a little further to to the beach. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in a beach town, so I, I like I'm definitely being in New York for the last eight years i am definitely like missing the beach Mm -hmm. i may as well just stay in new york for another fucking two years though i mean damn round it out make it a 10 (laughs) that's a good that's a good chunk of time in one place i can't i've never been in one place more than my college for four years (laughs) damn yeah you're a real nomad yeah i mean in terms of like I've been, I, I can't. Be, I've moved so many different places in New York, but I've stayed here for such a long time. Okay, Maybe yeah. also because I just well, I was in a relationship that had a that had a uh, big impact, but now I'm not, so I can do whatever the frick I want. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. So, so that all I do is cry. So. Oh man. Well, yeah. I don't just know kidding. How to... It's not really that sad. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so that's how I ended up with North Hollywood. Um, yeah, so going back to, I'll try to make this quick. So basically, I ended up increasing my budget to have an in-unit washer and dryer because I'm having a problem. And I saw two other places that kind of were on the lower the lower end of the budget. Of like, there were places that are super expensive. Like they were like luxury apartments. Like I was just like, I don't need to do this. Like this is getting yeah. to like 
I'm worried about like my paycheck and paying the bills kind of thing. Um, so I found yeah. two places that I liked, had an Indian washing dryer. One location was like not the best. The location was right like off Linker, whatever. Um, and the walkable street. Yeah, the walkable, yeah, the walkable street. It's very close to the Amazon Fresh. So I was just like, okay, I like it. The issue with both of the places that I was looking for an October 1st move in. And they were like, oh, it's too early for us to commit to someone. Like, we can't, we can't hold it for a whole month. And I was like, damn it. I, well, I need to pick a place. I'm not going to go anywhere else because everywhere else is super expensive. Right. So luckily, um, luckily one, one of the places, they had an opening coming up like a few weeks after. So they said, okay, we can, we can hold that for an extra week or so. I was like, okay, great. I, I want it because I need something. Yeah, right. So we agreed, move on, like, I'll see you, I'll sign the lease when I, well, I, I needed to apply, so that was right. nerve-wracking as well. Fortunately, I got approved, which I was, like, super nervous about getting approved, because I never been, I never applied to an apartment in a major city before, mm-hmm. so that was scary, but I got approved. Um, and then I get a call the next yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, shit, if I can do it, you should have no problem, yeah. my friend, okay? Mm-hmm. I have, like, done it as a fucking barista. Uh, okay, yeah. Then I I was freaking out for no reason. Um, Sorry, it's just it's just anxiety. Yeah. So the next day, I get a phone call from the the property manager saying, "Oh, the unit that we had, the person's not moving up for another th- is not moving out until October thirty first. And I'm like, "Get your act together, people!" Like, and he was like, "My guy, like the guy didn't uh, like he." stalling so i was like i need an apartment <laughs> yeah like what um then he offered me another apartment a one floor one floor down with a balcony that i was like okay well i it's on the, the, the it's on the street that i wouldn't like do anything with it but i was just like okay well that's i guess an upgrade so it I'll, is I'll, having I'll an outdoor it. space is nice I was like, i'll take it but i was just like i don't know how like how close it is to the street if it's going to be super loud can people see my my apartment but i don't care like it's a year investment no you'll like, you'll and you'll figure it out like yeah. you can it'll be fine yeah so i'm that's sure you'll like, enjoy it yeah get some fresh air and i can see the temperature before i like go outside yeah that's <laughs> important actually yeah so yeah, so that's and I just signed the lease yesterday, so it's official. I haven't had the Woo-hoo! moving company. I have the, the lease starting October first. Um, I have boxes in my apartment. I'm gonna start packing like next week, and yeah, I'm moving to California. No big deal. That is so crazy. Yeah, yeah, moving to California. No big deal. Just moving half my making life. just making dreams come true. Yeah, that's the goal. So. Yeah, so that's not a big deal or anything. That was a long time talking about that. I feel bad. We talked about everything. Uh, no, it was interesting. Yeah, but well, I thought it was interesting. Let's go to you. What what happened interesting uh, this past week? All right. Well, I don't always have an awkward story because my awkwardness comes out truly usually at the worst times, and I do have one this week. Um, so about a week ago, I. I live in Queens, so my subways are above ground. Oh, wow. And yeah, I remember that. Yes, which is honestly so lit. I love the above sub, the above ground subway. Um, it is superior to the underground subway, and I 
won't be challenged on that. No further questions at this time. Thank you. But I'm getting off and like basically on the outdoor subways, there's another, there's like this metal, they have like multiple staircases that you can come up and like get to the train. And so naturally the, the doors that secure those staircases so that you can't just hop over and not pay are evidently, uh, they're pretty sturdy. They're metal. And the ones that are by like the underground turnstiles, usually you just have to give them like a, like a good push. And then they kind of like have their own, you know, force. They have their own energy and they kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not that heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. And the ones on the above ground outdoor subway don't really have that. So I pushed really hard and it kind of, swung back and hit me right in the skull oh, man. um yeah and i ended up having a concussion so yeah i've had like <laughs> some serious brain fog um oh, i'm good but it's just like i didn't need this on top of everything else i'm already going through right now <laughs> yeah how long, does, but, how long does it take to get over the concussion um i mean to be honest i feel i feel pretty good after like it's been what like nine days or something i feel pretty good today okay Okay. um but i didn't feel good you know for the first like like honestly until like yesterday i started to feel like okay and then today i feel like pretty good and whatever but before that i didn't really know that i had a concussion so i before I had gone to a doctor and gotten it checked out, um, I didn't know like what I was supposed to do to help mm. myself get better, which is basically just to like take it easy and like reduce your screen time. So I work at a desk job right now, so that wasn't really very easy, but I just decided to make it a mood and put sunglasses on and it was funny and I just enjoyed it. And it was, it was a good time. Uh, so that was my awkward. It was awkward because I had people behind me and they saw it. And it was so embarrassing. Like I, cause I couldn't really react. I had to just continue down this yeah. very long flight of stairs and my head was ringing and I had to go get my dog from daycare. So I was like, damn, like, I don't even have time to deal with any of this right now. So I literally just was like, you know, I think I just went blank. I was like, man, yeah, that really hurt. That's crazy. And I feel like those doors are super, like you said, they're super heavy. So it's like, you're you're going to like down for the count. Yeah. I know. So I told the, um, I told the woman who comes to clean our office space and she was like, are you suing the city? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know. Should I? Can I? I don't think you can, but. They're going to be like, you're a dumbass. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. And I'm going to be like, you're right. Thank you for the confirmation. I'll be on my way. (laughs) Thank you, fine, sir. (laughs) That's what I would say. (laughs) Thank you, sir. I will not take up any more of your time. Yeah. <laughs> that stinks, though. I'm glad you're feeling better, though, because I've never had a concussion, but, you know, you always hear about it, and 
with my hoop, like watching sports and everything. And they're always, yeah. like, they have like protocols and they're super serious. And I'm just yeah. like, what, what is this thing? Yeah. Well, because like they basically have to differentiate like if it's a concussion or like a brain bleed. So, uh, got you. Yeah. and like they're pretty different. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did not have a brain bleed, obviously. I just basically what happens is, you know, your, your, your head stops moving, but your brain keeps moving. Cause it's like the force of uh, your, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, you basically just bruise your brain. That's really what a, the, a concussion at all. The way the PA was explaining it, he was like, yeah, concussion's like a pretty broad term. It's any like mild brain, like mild head injury trauma. Wow. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm uh, I'm doing really good. <laughs> Just kidding. I am. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I wasn't convincing at all. <laughs> yeah. No, but I am. I really am. I'm okay. Mostly. <laughs> it's like I try to assure people, and somehow it comes off like not assuring at all. But yeah, yeah I'm not sure. I, I don't. But it's okay. Maybe that's it. That's the bit. I'm just really committed to it. Yeah. Maybe it's such a bit that I don't even know. I should that's just stop. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Can we talk about our topic today? Yeah. You just keep on pushing through and ignoring our yeah. issues. <laughs> We're not avoidant. You are. <laughs> okay. So um, just because of time. So basically we want to talk about like our career goals. And because obviously we have like a podcast and we we both have like real jobs, but let's be real. Uh I'm just going to talk. I'm going to talk for both of us. We don't like them. (laughs) I like certain things about it. I dude, I'm afraid like people in my life listen to this shit and then it's like they're going to like blow up my whole. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't I don't hate it. I, I also try not to be like ungrateful or anything. I but of course, I, it's not what I want to do with my life, and that's how you feel as well. It's yeah, like it's not I, that we don't like it; it's fine, but it's just not our thing. And that's probably a better way to say, it. yeah. Like I don't. I mean, I like. We're part I, of the generation that I feel like our parents, fucking boomers, man. They were like, "You do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life." And okay, maybe that was not your experience, but I had, you know, like. I'm like a third generation American, so that was my experience. Yeah, I'm first. My, my parents. Yeah, came. I know you. I know you're not. Yeah, um, I'm just like, what is it? I know it's not the same. Yeah, but but like both of my parents, they have like small businesses that are, you know, they weren't always successful, but they've they've gotten them to a point where you know they are successful, and it's like they can, you know, I don't know. It's just like it's nice to be able to work for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's also like, you know, a lot of work. And so they, I think, have that philosophy of like, well, if you do what you love, then you don't mind doing the work and you got to work. So you may as well like it. And the only fucking thing that I like is performing. Yeah, that's same here. I mean, even though I don't. The only thing I like is performing, writing and, you know, just give me attention. Fuck. (laughs) I didn't get enough hugs, I guess. I hate hugging. Without, I had I two two working parents. There's not a lot of time for for hugs. That's funny. Yeah, my parents are not huggers. Oh god, that I yeah, have. Like, I, I know. Like cringe. Cr- I was just gonna say cringe. This is why we have emotional issues as adults. But yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever. 
Yeah. What? It's like what you you want me to be you you want me to be well adjusted? That's a lot. What am I going to use for my art? Uh, that, yeah, you must you, you must struggle to create art. Um, but I yeah, hate uh, that trope, but is it kind of true? Yeah, you must struggle or be a nepo baby. There are only two paths. The ideal is be a nepo baby. That's, the ideal that's... is a hundred percent be a nepo baby, and that is what I hope to provide my children with. Right? We all want to do a little bit better by our children. Yeah. What's Imagine word- what I could have been if I was a Nepo baby. <laughs> What's the word of, like, is there a word of, uh, that's not, for not nepotism, but, like, friends who, like, take people on? Is there a word for that? It has to be a word. Um, that would be stupid. Why? <laughs> you should not hire your friends. Don't well, do that. I don't, well, that's what people do. They, oh, I know this person. That, yeah, know, but a lot, like, you got to be careful because... Like, all right, I, you know, I'm going to bring up a comedian here who's, you know, a little bit, I guess, controversial, but whatever. Whitney Cummings had, she had this whole thing about, uh, shoot, nepotism. Sorry, this is my concussion showing itself. (laughs) I have been forgetting what I'm saying as I'm saying it. What, what, What was I saying? Whitney Cummings Cummings and hiring friends. Oh, okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, She said that, you know, she hired a friend or something and like it really bit her in the ass because like, you know, when you have to persevere to a point to get to a place in your career and then you just kind of automatically bring someone on, sometimes they don't know how to like act in a professional setting and like you have to think about those things not to say that like you I that was a little drastic just be like you shouldn't hire your friends of course you should like you should spread the wealth and like always share opportunities I'm Mm -hmm. a huge proponent of that like if I ever hear about a a packet like I'll always tell like whoever you know yeah um and I just I don't know I'm not a I, I don't gatekeep but it's an interesting point because you know I can see how that would be true. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to uh, like pass down or contribute to people having to struggle like you had to struggle. Mm -hmm. So it's a balance, I think. Yeah, but there has to be a word for it. Um, But yeah, like since since, since, since I don't know anybody in the industry, like, like no family members I have to have somebody that I know in the industry in some capacity who can be like oh yeah, I know Maka like she's, she's cool yeah like, well the industry is is shockingly small yeah so so once you I mean I, I feel like it's just you know the breaking in is was what's hard and I think anybody who is trying to do what we're trying to do in any facet of the entertainment industry. It's like anybody will tell you that the hardest part is just like breaking in. Mm-hmm. But then once you're in, it's like things you can kind of chip away at it a little bit mm-hmm. more, but that's definitely what it feels. It definitely feels like, you know, you're a fucking miner <laughs> mining for a diamond. Oh God. I'm coming up with coal. Yeah. So sad. Tragic. Just, yeah, just... At least we're not fracking. <laughs> oh boy so you mentioned like you know trying to do something in the industry do you know exactly like if you were to 
have your dreams come true? Like, what does what what, what does that look like? Do you know? Um, yeah, because like we all know, you want to like be a TV writer. <laughs> well, do you just want to do TV though? Sorry, not to deflect, but I am curious. Do you just want to do TV? Because we talked about it a little bit before, or are you also open to like screenplays and stuff? I don't think I have the attention span for screenplays, honestly. Like at mm-hmm. least to start off. Maybe if I were, were to work with somebody, I would do a screenplay just because I need the stamina and the motivation. Um, growing up, I've always wanted to perform. Like I, I wanted to be an actress, but I don't have the training. So I kind of given up on that go- dream. Like I just said, like, well, this is not happening. So let me just go. Well, you see. can get the training. What? I know. I know. But that, that's basically how I looked at it when I was growing up. And then I gotcha. got older and I was just like, yeah, I still want to create stuff. I want to be part of it. So what can I do? Um, I was just try to become a tv writer not saying it's easy to become a tv writer but no it's definitely not i can nothing is easy though like no no getting a job in the industry is just not easy yeah but i can i can learn i can learn to craft without like needing somebody to like give me a shot you know what i mean i just Mm -hmm. have to keep learning to craft and keep writing samples and then eventually start networking or you should always be like networking in the industry that's one thing i know um, keep networking and the next thing you know someone might ask you for a sample and then you have it re- at the ready yeah exactly and you know they put you, they bring you on board that's the goal so yeah that so is the goal TV, so tv writing is you know that's when i say that's the dream i love like it's the new dream yeah the new dream is i mean the ideal goal like if i were to snap my fingers and like have everything come true i want to create my own show and then like be in it yeah that's yeah, but the, in terms of the short-term goal, just be a staff writer on a show, TV show. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think my... <laughs> <laughs> back to me. Um, you know, I love to avoid. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. But not. I'm trying to work past it. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Uh, it's It's something that, as a child... Like I always thought I wanted to do one thing. Like I thought I wanted to act and, you know, then when I went to high school and I got really into theater, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be on Broadway. And then I tried to go to college for that. And, you know, similar to you, I lacked some of the training and um, I lacked like formal dance training. And so... Mm -hmm. That really scared me because I was like very uncomfortable with my body and I don't, I didn't give myself the opportunity to just go to the dance auditions and like try and figure it out, you know, and like try to like fake it to make it because that's what a lot of people will tell you to do mm-hmm. if you don't have formal dance training, but I didn't do that. <laughs> so I then changed, you know, my major in college was, uh, was like media studies and I added on a lot of different things at different points, but I, uh, sort of fell into the TV, like behind the scenes world. Um, and uh, I was, uh, doing internships. And so then I was kind of like, Ooh, well maybe I want to write. I got really into SNL and, um, you know, obviously like SNL is like a cultural part of it's a part of American culture. I feel that's, that is like, whether you like it or not, it's deeply embedded into yeah. our like culture and society and whatever. Um, and so like for a really long time, 
that was my goal was like, you know, getting on there as a performer, getting on there as a writer, both, I, you know, one or the other, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then I got into improv and sketch and I don't know, I got into stand up somehow along the way as well. I never stop running my mouth. So that seems like a pretty <laughs> like natural plan, uh, natural place for me to land. Um, so, but I haven't even done stand up like live in a minute, you know, a year ago ish, I went to an open mic and, you know, didn't have like the best experience, not because I bombed, I can handle bombing. It was like a no material, no material kind of mic. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I had a lot of anxiety and, um, a lot of stuff going in my personal life. And so I feel like I, and I recently talked about this on Twitter to like, whatever my hundred followers, <laughs> but you know, about how you got to like fix what you're going through in your life and you got to figure out your own stuff before you can, I think really even focus on yourself and what it is that you want to do. And so that's where I'm at right now is I'm sort of, you know, I'm in a, I don't know, just like in a, I'm in flux right now. Like you're freaking it out. Yeah. I've done a lot of different things. I really have. And, uh, now I've like learned a trade. So I feel like I have something to fall back on just in case, like not that, you need it. But a lot of people will use that as a justification to make you do other stuff. And I do feel like maybe I wasted some time in my early 20s. I'm kind of still in my early 20s. I'm 26. But like, you know, I wasted, I feel like some time also COVID happened. COVID was um, a disaster for everyone. Yeah, COVID was a disaster. Um, So I want to give myself a little bit of grace with that as well as like, we all should, you know, Um, but yeah, definitely. I would say that I'm at a place of like figuring it out. And, uh, you know, I know that I definitely still want to be in the industry, but I feel like I'm kind of more open to like whatever opportunities arise. And I'm just trying to come from a place of like, like, this is going to sound so corny, but like come from a place of gratitude, like for whatever like enters my life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, things are also exiting my life and that is painful, but you know, I think it's, yeah, like it's, it's all, I think part of, I don't know, the, the special sauce of the universe, like the cosmos, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. Mm. Not to get like deep or anything, but yeah, I do it. feel like uh my career goals have always been something that I felt was deeply tied to like my life purpose and you know I don't know. So it's something that I think I I do take very seriously and I try not to take it too seriously cuz you know, life, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but it's it's a struggle. Yeah, at least you're, at least you're figuring it out. Um, and you're younger than me, so I feel like I'm. I feel like I've. I'm used the word wasted. Wasted so much time like working as a nurse nurse practitioner that I'm just like now antsy to kind of get into the industry. No, yeah. I still have 
so much longer to go, which makes me a little like stressed out. But that's neither here or there. It doesn't matter. Like the fact that I'm still trying is half the battle. So. Yeah, that is half the battle. It's definitely half the battle is persistence. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so career man. Let's see let's see what happens. If you don't then. have your life figured out, it's okay. Thanks. It's good. That was for the audience, but <laughs> I need to That hear was those. for you personally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to get my act together. Oh goodness. Life. So yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. So basically the, the summary that we're, we're still trying to figure out what exactly we want to do. I'm probably a little more further along than you, but Still, and figuring it out for sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but at least like absolutely. I feel have... like I'm in some ways I'm like back to square one, but I don't want to think of it that way as well because you know there's been a lot of skills and a lot of a lot of things that I've like picked up along the way, and mm-hmm. I think the important thing too is like figuring out like what you want to pull from, like what lessons. You know, I feel like stand up, for example, was a great lesson for me in like brevity and how to how to keep things brief mm-hmm. um yeah. and i definitely needed that so awesome. like you gotta like take your you know experiences like all of your experiences make you a special and unique person and like that has very unique uh things to bring to the table and i think a lot of us forget that that we are special because there's so many people telling us that we're not you know, like that's not a unique experience that I've had. And I know we're going like a little bit over the time, but I think this is important to say is that a lot of people and like a lot of energies and forces and whatever in the world are, are going to tell, you know, regular, regular, everyday people that we're not special. We're not, you know, we're not anything and we're just cogs in the machine and, you know, shut up and go to work your nine to five. But mm-hmm. the reality is, is that like, You've been through things that make your perspective extremely unique, as have I and every single person. So I feel like this also ties into career stuff is like what I'm also trying to do in terms of my career goals is like I'm just trying to show up as authentically as possible because I think you got to tap into like your secret sauce. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to set you apart. So I don't know what mine is right now, but <laughs> but I'm gonna figure it out. Figure it out. Well, on that note, with Hallie preaching to us, <laughs> yes, sermon ended. Yes, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.